0: Welcome to Non Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non Gendered Fitness. This is episode 68. My name is Bowie Stover, my pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Curlin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This episode, I'm going to be answering a really common question that I get asked from folks wanting to get into some training, and this is, will training make my hips bigger? And I get it. When we are already having challenging feelings about certain parts of our bodies, the last thing we want to do is make them more prominent, especially when we're trying to do new things like training and getting active and doing the things for our bodies that can be beneficial, both for our physical and mental health. Now, I have some good news, friends. Because training is not going to make your hips bigger. But (laughs) depending on how your body has developed, it also may not really decrease your hip size either. Just because folks that have experienced an estrogen puberty will have had their hips widen to some extent. And this is going to be different for each of us. And it depends on a bunch of things. It depends on stuff like genetics. That plays a big part. If we look at how our family looks, we do tend to have similar bodies to them or like a mixture. So it may be that you have developed hips to a certain extent. You may have also different levels of fat receptors in your hips and your butts. Now, I've talked about those A bunch of times in the past now they generally in afab folks are in higher density around the hips and butt so you may have just a higher volume of stored fat in that area which isn't necessarily structural as in like skeletal which is a good thing (laughs) because it means that training can change the shape of your hips not make them bigger but in fact reduce their size a bit now it is that stored tissue in our hips that often gives them the appearance of being wider than they may actually be now i get that when it comes to training when people ask this question you know is training going to make my hips bigger it's often based off this common misconception that is out there which is that training in general will make a person bulkier And that this is going to contribute to the size of your hips but the truth is it takes a very specific type of training to build muscle mass which means that if you're not training that way then You're not going to bulk up around the hips or anywhere else, really. Now, I did a whole episode on this quite a while ago. Now, I think it was back last year sometime where I broke down all the different ways that you can train and the general outcomes that you're going to get from those. And it would have been back in episode... 20, what are we at? Maybe 26, maybe 26. Yes, it was episode 26. I'm going to link to that in the show notes. <laughs> so if you want to check that out, you can learn all about how your body actually builds mass. You can also check out the episode I did on building strength, on muscle endurance. They are all there. It's 22, 24, and 26. You can also just listen to those episodes here where you're listening to this episode. (laughs) But in those episodes, I do explain in a lot more detail the different ways you can train and how that influences your body. And in the respect of when it comes to training and is that gonna make your hips bigger? This is when it becomes really important because understanding that there are different ways that you can train that make your body have different outcomes is really important. And it totally busts that myth, that that generalized preconception, that training equals like bulky bodies because it's just not true. And so much of that is linked back to the toxic views of the fitness industry as a whole and those stereotypes that we're fed that, oh, you know, training makes men muscular and women have, you know, beach bodies and blah, blah, blah and all that. Anyway, it's horrible, but it's just not true. It's all lies. Any person's body can develop in any sort of way, all based on the way that you are training yourself, that you are moving your body and also influenced by the way that your body moves best for you. Because if you've got a body that has some unique ways of moving, then that is going to influence how you're going to develop and how you're going to train. And now that is not a bad thing. It's totally okay. It just means that you're going to develop in a certain way based on that. most of the time it's probably not going to be bulking up to an extent because that's a very specific type of training and in my opinion because I've tried it out for a while it's actually not the funnest way to train it's really uncomfortable and it's just a lot and I don't find it enjoyable personally some people do those people who are bodybuilders well they love that style of training it's all about getting the muscles <laughs> which at the end of the day don't actually have an indicator on your overall health your overall fitness levels your actual strength or anything like that having a body that presents in a muscular way is not actually an indicator of anything other than the fact that you know how to train in a way that builds muscle so <laughs> something else to keep in mind there <laughs> now When you do start training in whatever way, it is very likely that you are going to build some lean muscle mass. But that is nothing to fear because it doesn't mean bulk. It doesn't mean a bigger size or anything like that. Now, if you're someone that has wider hips, getting active can actually help work to reduce their size, as I just mentioned. It can also help to change your overall body shape, which in turn changes your overall appearance. Now, training isn't going to inherently make you bulky as I have just explained, but what does play an influence in the presentation of your muscles with how bulky they appear is your height. This is because the distance that our muscles have to span across our skeletons differs based on your height. In other words, your muscle mass distribution over a certain surface area is going to be either greater or lesser than depending on your height. Now, to use myself as an example here, because I'm I like to do that, I'm good at doing that. <laughs> I've done a lot of things. <laughs> I'm I'm six foot tall. I'm tall, and I'm kind of noodly and long, and when I started training, I wanted all the bulk. I had this vision in my head. I'm like, I'm going to be big, muscular bow. This is before I'd learned a lot of stuff. <laughs> and changed changed a lot of, of my perceptions about training in my body and stuff like that. But way back in the day, when I first started training, this was my idea. I want to be a muscular bowie. Well... <laughs> That has always been a challenge for me. It's not that I can't grow muscle. I have definitely grown muscle. I have increased my overall like girth measurements in my body since I started training by a pretty large margin, um, which has been quite interesting because most people are always like, oh, I want to decrease the size. I'm like, make my girth sizes bigger, like my aroundness in all of my parts. <laughs> bigger is better. <laughs> but... Building that bulk that I thought I wanted has always been a challenge for me, and it is because of said noodliness, the length of my limbs. It, it was a hard lesson to learn. It took me a lot. It took me a long time to accept the fact that simply based on my height and my build, that I was going to have to work really plop and hard if I wanted that. And as it turns out, I didn't like that way of training. So. I had to change some ideas, <laughs> but I also came to the realization that strength is not relevant in terms of muscle size. So bigger muscles don't necessarily mean extra strength. There's a saying that I always enjoyed from Sigur and my first mentor, which was people who are all show and no go. It's like, well, they look, they look so fit. They look so muscular. However, when it actually came down to doing the things, they did not have anything to back it up. They did not have muscle endurance. They did not have an overly large amount of strength. They just looked like they did. Now, (laughs) when our muscles have a shorter distance to span, there is a greater volume of muscle within that surface area. So this is not to say that a person with shorter limbs has more muscles, just that they can appear bulkier because there is more muscle fibers within a smaller area. So, if you happen to be someone who is a bit shorter, and I spent a long, long time being very jealous of these people <laughs> because when I wanted that bulkier muscle, I found that my friends who also trained had bulkier looking muscles. However, if I was to be compacted and shortened down from the height I am now, but maintained the muscle mass that I have, I would probably look much bulkier. So this is something important to keep in mind because if you are someone who is a bit shorter, you may be inclined to look a little bulkier when it comes to building muscle because of that. But as I said, building muscle mass is influenced by the way that you train, so we can work around this. What I can recommend is to avoid... Training in the ways that may increase the size of your legs, for example. If you're worried about your hips looking bigger, going out and doing a bunch of leg stuff that bulks up your legs in general is going to make your hips appear bigger, even though they may not necessarily change in size at all. It's just that it's adding bulk to that general lower half of your body, which makes things look bigger and can create the appearance of bigger hips. So... (laughs) what you can do is keep your leg training to a style of training that's focused more on higher reps so a higher repeated movement and a lighter weight or lower reps at a moderate weight so what this means is you're going to build strength you're going to build muscle endurance but you're not going to add a lot of bulk so it's important to keep that in mind when we don't want to build bulk We go higher reps at lighter weights or we go lower reps at moderate weights. This gives our muscle strength. It tones our muscles as well. So it's not like you're not going to build muscle tone, but you're not going to end up like with big bulky muscles from this. Also, focus on developing strength. Now I know a lot of folks when they think about when it comes to leg training most people just go squats. It's all about squats. There are more to your legs than just working with squats and squats build the front upper part of our legs, our quadriceps, those big front leg muscles and when they get bigger it does make our hips look a bit bigger as well. So There is plenty of butt stuff that you can do that does not involve building your quads, building those frontier legs, which, as I just mentioned, can contribute to that bulkier look of your bottom half in general. So while squats are great for you, and I do recommend that we do them because they're, they're, they're a good movement, but don't go heavy with your squats. Develop them in a functional strength capacity because it's nice to have our hips be able to move like that. It helps with our overall stability, especially this is why I point out building the butt because a lot of people forget about the butt. The butt is the powerhouse of the body. I'm on a little bit of a segue here, but bear with me <laughs> because it's all connected and our butts and our butt strength influence everything else in our body. So just because you may not want to bulk up around the hips and you may avoid uh, some of that leg work. Don't avoid training your butt. It really is one of the most important muscles to train because it helps reduce lower back pain. It helps with our overall stability and it helps with the rest of our training just in general. Our butts, very important muscle in our body. Not Nothing to do with looking good in a fucking bikini either. Just in general, our butts need to be strong. <laughs> so... Don't ignore that. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you are someone that may already have hips that you think look a little too wide, you can also work on developing your upper body. So, working on your shoulders, your back, and your arms more, because that is going to in general create more symmetry a lot of the time afab folks are inclined to have wider hips and narrow shoulders thanks a lot genetics and (laughs) not everyone there's but in general there are going to be people out there who aren't like that i know for myself i've got quite broad shoulders for someone who is afab i am very appreciative of that genetic um gift that i was given there thanks dad (laughs) For that one. (laughs) So, it's not going to be everyone. Whereas Zay, uh, as a comparison to myself, Zay has quite narrow shoulders. But Zay also has narrow hips. Also jealous of that. (laughs) But, so... In general here, generalized, there are going to be individuals out there who do have different traits to this. And I'm definitely not saying this is everyone across the board. But generally, people who are AFAB will have narrower shoulders in comparison to our hips, which does add to that feeling of our hips being bigger, even if they're not in comparison to the their body. So when we develop our upper body and we can broaden our shoulders to some extent by building muscle mass there. So there are definitely ways that you can train to help with this. And again, this does not mean you have to end up really bulky. It doesn't mean you're gonna end up like necklace or <laughs> with arms that can't touch certain parts of your body just because of the size of them and you lose that movement. Don't think of it like that. Again, you can develop your upper body by focusing more on, or well, unless you want to develop your upper body, you know, if you really, if you want to get bigger on the shoulders and you want to to do that through training for bulk, definitely go ahead and do that. It's the thing, yeah make it work for you, friend. But if you're not wanting that, and you just want to look more toned in general, have some more strength. I know a lot of folks who come to me, one of the things I talk about wanting is more upper body strength. Because again, generalizing here, definitely not saying this to everyone, but in general, AFAB folks, are stronger in their legs than they are in their upper body. Whereas people who are AMAB tend to have more general upper body strength. So I have a lot of folks coming to me going, I want to increase my upper body strength. And that's freaking awesome. I totally am all for that. It was one of my big things as well. I've always wanted to be like as strong as I can, particularly in the upper body. And you can do that again by focusing on a training regime that is Well, Reggie, I mean, that makes it sound pretty serious. No. (laughs) If you're going to (laughs) train high reps with lower weights or lighter weights, again, or lower reps with moderate weights, because again, what we're focusing then on building is muscle strength. We're focusing on developing muscle endurance, which overall, these styles of training long term are just better for our bodies and are just better to have an influence on our general everyday life. You don't need old big chunky arms to be able to do everyday tasks, but you do need a certain amount of strength to make the tasks that you want to do in your life easier. So if you're gonna be working on the upper body stuff and you wanna develop some tone there, you wanna develop a little bit of lean muscle mass, not bulk, high reps, light weights, or low reps, moderate weights, that is gonna get you there, friend. And also, while I'm <laughs> while I'm at recommending things and just uh, talking about things that I do for a lot of my crew, adding some moderate-paced, steady-state cardio a couple times a week is going to be helpful as well. See, there's this big focus, that, you know, high intensity interval training. Oh, it's all the thing. It does all these magical things like it does. But again, like mass gaining training, in my opinion, it fucking sucks as a form of training. I don't like it. I don't think it's fun. I train a lot of people who also are of that opinion. And there are other ways that you can train, especially to develop cardio capacity and fitness that does not involve high intensity training though some level of, of exertion is necessary, you don't have to be going high-intensity. Uh, no, no. So not everyone's jam. You know, let the people who love it, let them do it. But if you wanted to get a little bit more uh, increase in your cardio fitness, and not to mention that a, moderate, a moderate-paced, steady-state cardio session, long-term, is going to help reduce your... Uh, stored body fat so if you're looking at trying to actually make your hips a bit smaller this is going to be something to add now there's a lot of talk out there uh, from people who say that uh, if if you're training with cardio then you can't build muscle that's not fucking true these people are idiots (laughs) they don't know if people are saying that then they're looking at movement from a very limited capacity and they are often mainstream thinkers who think you know high intensity interval training is the only way to do everything so ignore those people. You can do some cardio, moderate pace, steady state. I'm talking like 20 or 30 minutes building up to that. You don't have to go straight to that because that's quite a long time of just a low pace activity, something you like. It could be a combination of walking and jogging. I personally like using the rowing machine that I have or uh, my Airdyne slash uh, salt bike depending on who you're talking to is depending on the name it's called. It's like an exercise bike, but you've got to pump the arms as well. It's pretty fun. It used to be my least favorite piece of equipment. Now it is my most favorite piece of equipment. Oh, lockdown has changed me a lot. (laughs) I literally bought my least favorite piece of training equipment middle of last year. And it has been one of the best decisions I ever made. (laughs) So... Adding that moderate-paced, steady-state cardio to your sessions on top of your high-rep, high, high light-weight, or low-rep, moderate-weight training sessions for your arms and legs is overall going to help you build strength, muscle endurance, cardio fitness, cardio endurance so you won't get puffed so easily, and overall, this is actually going to influence your entire body shape so it is going to help you if you're someone who wants to maybe take the emphasis away from their hips or feels like they're a little bit too wide this can help with that guaranteed it is not going to make your hips bigger it is not going to make them bulkier so yay (laughs) that's a win (laughs) now if you find it difficult to get active because you know what some folks do, it's hard, it does require a certain amount of commitment, it's not for everyone and that's okay. Or if you are someone who has a body that moves in unique ways for you, again, totally okay. Because there are definitely ways that you can move that can help you reach your goals, whatever they are. The rad thing about training is there is no wrong or right way to move, regardless of what the fucking fitness industry will tell you. There is literally no right or wrong way to move. There are the ways that your body moves, and that is perfect. Of course, there's the mainstream view out there that, you know, there are specific exercises that you, you know, quarter fingers need to do to to achieve X, Y, Z, whatever they may be. That's just not true. All of our bodies move however they move for us based on so many different contributing factors. And that is okay. It does not mean that you are going to be unable to Do whatever it is that you want to do. It's just about finding the ways that you can move, that feel good for you, and that are also going to help you feel like what you're doing is achievable. Now, if you are someone who relates to that, friend, reach out to me. I would be so happy to have a chat with you, to give you some tips, to give you some movements that you can do, or even to help support you with a bit of training because there are options out there. Don't think that you are limited to a specific type of training or range of movements just because the fitness industry is out there telling you that well at the same time being completely fucking ableist and not taking into account so many different factors when it comes to how people can move and how they want to move because as I cannot emphasize enough there is no right or wrong way to move there is only how your body moves for you and that is perfect that is absolutely perfect and it is totally possible to do all the things you want to do just maybe that it's in a different way to what other people may think is possible so (laughs) let's have a recap of what we've gone over today it's been a bit of stuff firstly We've learned that training is not going to make your hips bigger unless you are training to make that happen. Gaining mass requires a very specific way of training. Again, you can check out exactly how that happens by going and having a listen to episode 26 that I did a really long time ago now, way back last year, <laughs> where I explained exactly how you can train to build mass but if you are not training in those ways training is not going to make your hips bigger yes secondly we've looked at some of the things that you can do to get active without adding mass to your body by keeping your reps high and your weights light or your reps low and your weights moderate to like medium you're not going all out here And thirdly, we've looked at how you can begin to work on developing your upper body more if you are someone who wants to make their hips look smaller and just gain some symmetry. Because it is all possible, again, without adding bulk to your body, unless that's what you're really wanting. Whatever your goals are, they are amazing. And there are so many different ways that you can achieve them. But if you are not looking to build bulk, but you maybe want to just tone up, you just want to be stronger, you want to feel stronger, stick into those higher reps, light weights or low reps, moderate weights. Friend, that is going to get you there. I guarantee it. Now, you can find all the details in the show notes. If you are enjoying the show or you know some other folks who might want to hear this episode, maybe you've heard them asking the question or there's another episode that you think might help them out, friends, I would love it if you would share it with them. The more people that we can all help together to feel better in their bodies, then that's what it's all about. (laughs) If you have any questions about this episode or you would like to learn more about how we may be able to support you you can go to our website www.fearlessmovement.co you can send us a message from there you can also jump in you could try out our free trial or jump into one of our training programs there's a bunch of stuff we have a free exercise library so you could start training Today, you could follow me along to any one of like 30 training sessions we've got in our training library so that you can get active. They are for all levels. You don't need to know anything special. You can wear whatever you plop and want. It doesn't matter. There is stuff there that can help you get moving. If you want to reach out to us and don't want to go to our website, that's okay. (laughs) You can find us on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective. Or Instagram, which is where we are most active, uh, by going to non-gendered fitness at the handle non-gendered underscore fitness, or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. Yes. And until next week, friends, remember, your body is amazing just as it is. Even if it's not quite where you want it to be, your body has done everything that it can to get you this far. So celebrate it as you work with it to feel more at home within yourself. Have a rad as day, pals.